A lot of snowbirds, they've got their eyes on the 21st of the month, wondering what might happen, hoping against all hope that maybe this will be the month that the land border closure with the U.S. will be rescinded. Here's our travel expert, Marty Firestone. He joins us now on Global News Radio. Marty, very good afternoon. How are you? Good afternoon. I'm good, thanks. Uh, What is the latest? Do we have any signs at all? Any signs pointing to the border maybe being finally reopened? So I think the next couple of weeks, buckle up the seatbelts. As they say, it could be a bumpy ride. I suspect we're going to hear two announcements this month, and that would probably be the fact that they are going to have to address whether you have to be vaccinated to go into the U.S. and at the same time should announce yes or no on opening the land border on October 21st. All right. What do you think would stop them from finally reopening the uh, land crossing, uh, Marty? You know, if we knew the reason why they haven't opened yet, that would help us a bit. I suspect that they want to open both north and south border at the same time or feel they have to. So with that in mind, I guess they just have to make the decision. If they open up Canada, they open up Mexico. And that's going to be the big decision. But I don't know if it has much to do with variant or numbers or anything. But I can tell you this. If we don't open it up the 21st, that snowbird season is getting awfully short. Okay, well, that was my next question. The U.S. has got a decision in front of them, and snowbirds also have one in front of them. Are many, many snowbirds, Marty, are they looking at maybe a second winter here at home? Very few. Life is short, they tell me, and they are going down. They are not missing two seasons in a row. Having said that, if they can't drive across, what are their options? Options uh, renting a car when you're down there, rental prices through the roof. Flying down there, that comes with its expensiveness. Having to have your car shipped down, that's also another issue. So none of the options are simple and inexpensive. But if they want to get down, they're going to have to do it if they can't go over by land. All right. Well, some snowbirds obviously have properties in the southern U.S. they want to get to. But uh, for others that uh, maybe uh, aren't tethered, if you will, by a property, are they looking, do you know, Marty, uh, elsewhere, uh, flying maybe uh, somewhere else in the world that's warm? Not really. Everything I'm seeing is south, whether it be Florida, Texas, Palm Springs, Arizona, or something like that. The problem will be is can they get down there if they have potentially mixed vaccines? That also still has to be announced in the next couple of weeks. So lots of things to look out for. Yeah, and by that, uh, you're talking about AstraZeneca in particular, right, which was never approved by the CDC uh, in the States. And, of course, uh, many Canadians have had at least one, if not two, shots of uh, AZ. So, obviously, there's a lot of concern there when it comes to uh, going south for the winter. Yeah, I, I'm not only talking AZ, which no doubt is not been approved there. It's even the mixture of a, of, of, a, of a Moderna and a Pfizer. Theoretically, that's not, you know, according to the CDA at this point. So they're going to have to move a little bit and say, you know what, Canadian and travelers in general are important for us. We're going to have to move on that point because there's no way if they stick to just same double vaccination, they're going to lose hundreds of thousands of people that can't come down. All right. Can you give us the latest as well when it comes to air travel, Marty? Because uh, restrictions and or regulations, I should say, I guess, uh, they are changing as well when it comes to flying. Well, the biggest problem is if you have to pass all these thresholds to get through, this is what our problem is now. Now you're going to be waiting in line. You're going to be sitting on a plane for three hours. You're going to have to show negative COVID tests within 72 hours. You're going to have to show fully vaccinated certificate of some sort. All this is just going to slow everything down to a halt where you're going to be sitting on a plane with 200 other people for hours and hours and hours. All right. Well, as you mentioned off the top, uh, buckle up. Yes, indeed. Our travel expert, uh, Marty Firestone, with us on this uh, Friday with the update. Marty, appreciate it as always. Enjoy your weekend, my friend. Thank you. You too. Take care. All right. Marty Firestone uh, with us. 
Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.